And it is 2.35. Not a lot of time uh, here to get in a couple of the trending topics, the time of the show that we normally do a little trending topics. We play a little noise and stuff, but, you know, I want to get right into it and get try and fit some uh, stories in here as we go. I went off on a little rant. I got a little hot under the collar. I don't even have a collar on my shirt today. I was hot under this imaginary collar that I have around my neck and uh, a little frustrated. I, and I get that way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm backing down. I'm calming down. We're going to look at some things that are a little lighter. N- n- nothing to be, nothing to get worked up about. Tim Hortons is expanding to Mexico. Pretty exciting. The brand that is sort of s- synonymous with uh, Canada has, uh, well, we know they merged up with Burger King to form this uh, restaurant brands international. And they are expanding into Mexico. I don't know. I've never been to Mexico. So I don't know if they're drinking a lot of hot coffee there. There's a lot of iced coffee. I'm not sure exactly. I don't know if they're enjoying a, a fine donut. Well, the ice uh, the ice caps could go over well over there. The ice ca- caps could go over well. And I'm a big fan. Jackie, uh, who is uh, filling in for me in the producer's booth today, I'm a big fan of hot coffee on a hot day. I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a psychopath. Oh, you're wrong. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm that, wrong. That's not, like, that's not okay. <laughs> no, I, I really like it. I think it would go over really hot in Mexico. And now they've invested all that money into their new espresso machines. I'm thinking that, uh, that they could uh, start fresh down there and uh, have a little bit more of that sort of Italian flair and the espresso shots going on. But uh, the uh, brands, Restaurant Brands International Incorporated uh, says that uh, they're going to be expanding into Mexico. And uh, also a, a earlier announcement said that it's going to be going out into Philippines and the United Kingdom. And, you know, I know that there was a point when they started expanding into uh, the U.S. and they had to pull back a little bit in some of the locations that they were in. But uh, I know that uh, at least the uh, Tim Hortons... That I uh, that I had been to, I think it was Massachusetts, was the only American Tim Hortons I ever went to. It was busy. It was packed. I and, I find that weird. Like it feels like uh, Tim Hortons is just based out of loyalty now. Like people, it's just they're just there. But I don't think it's like any better than getting you know product somewhere else. Oh no no yeah, there's definitely there's definitely something about Tim Hortons. I I like to think of Tim Hortons as you know I I I enjoy going to a Tim Hortons and getting myself. I always get a black coffee i like what they I don't, i'm not one for the double double but uh i like what they've done with the dark roast and expanding into that and some of the uh the uh, the different meal options i think they expanded the menu a little too much for a while there with lasagna and stuff but uh yeah there are times when i think well this this is a a dark bean based beverage but it does the trick you, you know, know what? So like, I, I will <laughs> say it's cheaper than like it's it's oh, yeah. much cheaper. Yeah, it's definitely much, it's definitely cheaper. But there's there's something nice and and uh, feels like home. But you know, to an American audience and to, to this case to a Mexican audience, they're not going to necessarily have that. But I think that wherever you go, if there's a name that is uh, sort of you know representative of a business that's worked in another country, then they'll at least try it out. There'll be a, a buzz or a stir about it. Uh, whether or not it does really well is dependent on how well that business is managed. Uh, you don't have to look any further than Target 
to see how well that did here in Canada after uh, after coming up from the United States. Uh, one more trending topic before we get into traffic. This is a story that is coming out of San Francisco, beautiful town, San Francisco, where the uh, uh, some young people, let's call them hipsters, because that's what they are. Are uh, the story is going viral because they uh, apparently they taken to playing. Russian roulette. Now, this is not as dangerous as the normal Russian roulette where you get yourself a revolver, put one bullet in it, spin the uh, spin the old wheel around and pass the gun around until someone's dead. This is Russian roulette with a specially designed stun gun that is shaped like a revolver. So you go around and you're playing this game of Russian roulette and instead of getting shot and killed, you're going to, you know, get a little jolt and a buzz and a loud bang. Oh, that makes me embarrassed to be my age. <laughs> like, that's so stupid. I know. And uh, some people are now saying that that is not a safe game to play. Oh, well. I don't know. You know what? I don't have any of the stats on this. I wish the story that I have here had some stats on exactly how much the shock like what kind of electrical jolt you're getting? I'm sure it's not much more than you know if you're testing your old uh, battery by licking it. But uh, it, I'm sure it, it's enough to give you a jolt for sure. I'd say don't try it at home, kids, though. Or anywhere. Any or yeah. anywhere at your local pub or at your local hipster hangout where they're playing uh, snakes and ladders or Monopoly or whatever the the cool kids hey, are trying to bring don't back. Don't knock board games, okay? <laughs> Well, no. Hey, I'd rather you play board games than this. Play a little operation. When you hit those tweezers on the edge of that guy's ribs. That's a ribs, shock. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's shocking. 